Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Welcome to the Investor Hour podcast. I'm your host Rahul Goel. The goal of this podcast is to learn from the best investment minds of our times. We want to learn their backstory, essentially what makes them them. We want to learn how they make their decisions in their personal lives, and of course. we want to learn about their core principles of investing essentially a lot of learning that could help you make better decisions in life and investing it's not for no reason that vijay kedia has a cult like following in the indian stock markets he's had a string of massive successes right from 1991 and as a result has scripted the classic rags to riches story in the stock market vijay buys cheap stocks and he tries to buy them at the right time The reason for his success is something else. He bets big, with a big B. Vijay and I talk about his journey, successes and failures, and of course stock picking. And we also spend considerable time talking about portfolios and position sizing. A must listen. Uh, Vijay, welcome to the Equity Master Investor Hour. Uh, this is the first time, incidentally, we are speaking. I've not met you before. I've not had a conversation with you before, except for this yeah. podcast, of course. But uh, I've read about you, and I have always uh, sort of admired the way you've gone about explaining how you do what you do, and and you know, and I and I'm very happy for all the success you've had. So today we'll go through this, you know, this sixty uh, ninety minute journey. Try to get to know you better. Try to understand how you do what you do. and try and you know sneak away some learnings for the viewers listeners and myself so that we can become better investors and have some success of our own so uh to to kick uh, to kick off uh, uh, this uh, podcast if you will uh, vijay tell us a little bit about yourself and when i am saying tell us a little bit about yourself i really mean tell me where you were born where you grew up how was the environment at your home tell me about your parents whether they were investors so i'm just trying to understand where vijay comes from and what led to him becoming what he's become which is a very successful investor over to you okay thank you very much rahul uh, it's my pleasure to be here on your this uh, wonderful platform and uh, to interact with investors or to share my experiences with in, uh, investors so i am coming i was born and brought up in kolkata and uh, you know so uh, my grandfather my grandfather was a stock broker in kolkata stock exchange so that is how uh, this uh, maybe stock market was in my dna you know but uh, they were basically into broking and uh, i was never interested in uh, broking and all so i wanted to do something on my own so but anyways so since childhood that my passion about a stock market was there since my childhood i uh, uh, or i can say that so unfortunately what happened when i was 14 years of age so my father died and i was in class 10 mm-hmm. so after a few months of his death i was to i had to appear for the exam which i failed it was in a class 10th exam which i failed so so the uh, you know education for me was over for the time being but somebody from my family approached the headmaster of the school and i'm from uh, hindi medium let me tell you so you can understand from my english so i have to think twice then i have to speak so my mind is working <laughs> two times okay so somebody from my family approached that master that uh, this was the problem so he gave me benefit of doubt 
and uh, he arranged a re-exam for me, which I somehow passed. But fact was this that I was not interested into study and all. So and after that, I somehow did my graduation. Uh, somehow, as I as I said that I was not interested, but my focus was into stock market. And since we were in a joint family. So, but things were not that rosy, you know, sometimes joint family is a boon, sometimes your things go haywire. So that was, situation was not that uh, harmonious. So that I realized early in my age that uh, now I have to work a little hard because it is not key. So from there on, I started focusing on the stock market. I have to make my career into this, but not into broking. My grandfather also supported me, but he wanted me to be a broker uh, like him and was against, uh, you know, my doing trading and all. So, but uh, at, an, at an age of 19, I think 18 or 19, I officially joined stock market. That means I started going into the ring. So, so yeah, that time. This is Calcutta. This is Calcutta. Calcutta. Yeah, yeah. Calcutta. Yeah. So as an assistant member to my grandfather's firm only, I started uh, going into the ring just to feel what is happening around and all. And uh, so, but uh, he tried, he pushed me hard to assist him in broking and talking to the client and doing the transaction for him, which I used to do, but half-heartedly because I was not interested in calling somebody, sir and Babu and this and that. <laughs> I thought I will do something <laughs> on my own. So maybe after a few days or maybe a few months and all, I switched to trading and I took his permission and started trading in the market. But that was the only easiest thing which one could have done. And my family was also mediocre. But for, you know, uh, that time brokers were not that rich. Uh, so this is how it happened. So initial luck actually favored me. And as beginners luck, as we call it, you know, so that favored me and uh, I made money initially. And every time I used to make money, my quantity of trading would rise. Like suppose I started with 100, then again, if I, if I am successful in 100 shares of trading, the next quantity is 500, then 1,000, then 5,000, 10,000. Yeah, so my grandfather realized that one day he will <laughs> make me, you know, put me on road. So, yeah, so this is how so initially I made money, but after that I started losing money. So we got separated from the, from the family, from the joint family. And, but I had nothing else to do. So this is what I continued my uh, trading thing and all. And uh, that was the initial phase. Uh, so when you my... were, so when you were very young, the dinner time conversations were about stock market. Because you, uh, there was a broking card in the family and w was it like that? No, I was actually isolated, let me tell you, uh, because my uncles never liked that uh, I should go for trading and all because they felt that whatever little bit they have one day, I will <laughs> blow them off. Uh -huh. So there was no conversation uh, as such. And uh, like it, like this modern age that there is a dinner conversation, it was nothing like this. So everybody used to have their own dinner. <laughs> you know, that was the yeah. structure. Okay. okay. Yeah. So. This was the you were saying you had a lot of success in trading and then uh, then you lost some money in trading. And yeah, then initially, you, initially, yeah, initially, I was yeah. successful maybe for six months or a year or so. And after that, then I thought that I'm really invincible. I can do anything in this world. You know, this is what every newcomer, even today, any newcomer comes into the market, must be think, going through the same phase of life that they think they are invincible. And now they can make, uh, they can become millionaire overnight, this and that. And finally, the reality comes. So 
so so this was the life so but it continued for uh, 10 years and do you remember uh, do you remember the stocks you were trading though i was it the 80s uh, did i get that right yeah yeah what were I, the stocks you were trading those days mainly main the darling of stock market uh, in kolkata was hindustan motors oh wow yeah mm-hmm. so that was the uh, money liquid traded stock in the stock market so i used to trade in hindustan motor and jk synthetics and uh, balarpur industries was there at that time and grasim at that time we call we used to call it gwalior gwalior rain and manufacturing company limited gwalior rain and silk manufacturing company limited that is how this grasim words you came mm-hmm. into so grasim and uh, kesoram industries and like all of them are birla companies huh? and ah, sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. yeah because headquarter was birla at that point of time so a lot of and people were connected with birla ji and or babu 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 leta hai babu ji babu babu ji so that was the you know uh, typical bengali uh, thing uh, yeah bengal ka thing so so this is how it happened so finally it did not work for me and i struggled for uh, 10 years uh, was uh, hand to mouth uh, this which, was like intraday this was intraday trading uh, like intraday also positional also positional. intraday also but positional maybe two days three days four days or a week that time uh, like nowadays if you are doing if you are into fno then your settlement is t plus 1 so that time it was t plus 14 so every 15 days you have to settle your things so you have ample of time in between you can you can you can you know play the market uh, as per your will so that cushion was there so that uh, t plus 14 so that was uh, that was my experience which was not very good uh, i had said this thing on various platforms so i would like to share with you also maybe the, the listeners are different than other uh, wherever i have spoken to there was a time uh you know when uh, somehow i got married because it was very difficult for me to get married nobody was willing to <laughs> give their don't daughter don't marry this freedom huh? don't marry <laughs> this freedom <laughs> yeah yeah so so this was the time uh, so this is how it happened there was a time when i did not have 40 rupees uh, to buy a milk powder box for my uh, child so that was also a time during that day. so it's okay this is a part of life so this is how it So, so your trading actually came to an end at some point in time. Uh, yeah, after ten years of struggle, I realized that it is not my cup of tea, and still I am struggling for ten thousand rupees or twenty thousand rupees. So that time expenses were so low because we were living in one flat, four bedroom flat with twenty one people we were living, and one toilet we were sharing. Twenty twenty two people were sharing one toilet. So expenses were also so low, so that somehow I survived. Uh, as I said. uh but it did not work for me so after 10 years i realized that maybe i i'm not cut out for uh, trading so i looked around and found there were very hardly few investors in kolkata stock market hardly few maybe 2 3 4 5 investors were there so i used to talk to them i used to observe them you know and i used to analyze them the how they are talking how they are walking what they are wearing <laughs> and all these things you know and then i thought that maybe i should try my luck in uh, investment and from there my journey of investment started and which year was this uh, 90 yeah 90 yeah wow and you remember 1990. the first stock do you remember the first stock you invested in yeah first stock uh, that time i had somehow uh, at that point of time i had some 35000 rupees with me as i said that i was not i was not bad in trading either let me tell you because 
uh, I used to make money in every trade. But my problem was this, that after making the money in that particular trade, immediately my, my quantity would rise. Right. Phenomenal, like five times or seven times. So even a little bit of uh, losses, I would, I would just square off. So there was a time where I, uh, I, had, I was about to sell uh, jewelry of my mom uh, to pay losses of my trading. So this is how that time I was in my uh, grandfather's firm. So whatever profit used to come, everything profit or loss was in the firm only, not for me, not individually. But there was once there was loss. So my uncle asked me, asked my mom to <laughs> give up jewelry so that uh, they don't want to pay the losses. The losses was all, I think, 30,000, 30, 35,000, I don't remember, but some, uh, somewhere there only. So there I realized that uh, in trading, stop loss is a must, you know. So I prayed to God and I said, God, please save me. I don't want to sell jewelry of my mom. So next time I will not do trading. So God listened to me and I stopped trading for maybe five days or 10 days. But ultimately, again, I came back to the market and started trading. God forgave me for that. You know, so this is how it happened. So then after 10 years, as I said, 10 or 11 years, I switched to investment. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, so uh, this was when you were observing the investors at the uh, Calcutta, Calcutta's uh, stock exchange, those is Calcutta stock exchange. And this was also on the eve of probably the Harshad Mehta boom, right? So and then I came to, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, no, please, please, please carry on. Yeah. yeah. So I came to Mumbai in 1989-90. In fact, actually, I came to Mumbai uh, with the help of one of my friend. And uh, he was also in uh, Kolkata, but he shifted to Mumbai three, four years in 86 or something like so. With his help, I came to uh, Mumbai. And uh, after, I think, Harshad Mehta came uh, in picture in 92 or something. So this is how. So I have seen that. I have gone through that. I have lived that era of Harshad Mehta, euphoria, and all those things I have lived. I have, tell tell, <laughs> I tell have. us more about that, because that's also kind of overlaps with the journey from converting from a trader to an investor. How was that experience? So before that, uh, uh, as I said, that in 1989 or something, at one time I was having some 35,000 rupees and I bought one company, Punjab Tractor Limited, that time later on it. It used to be sold a to... at one time, if I remember. Ah, yeah, but it was, yeah, yes. So, but very illiquid uh, that time. So whatever money, the 35,000 rupees I had that I bought uh, Punjab Tractor. And with that money, I came to uh, Mumbai. You know, but I had only hope in my mind and expectation or something that I will do something big with that kind of uh, hope. I came to Mumbai and uh, in two years time, uh, that stock become four or five times, you know, so that was so that gave me a lot of confidence. And maybe I, I realized that maybe I have found my, you know, path that yeah. this, <laughs> this is the path for me that if I can really make four or five times in two, three years or two years or three, whatever. So that things will work out for me. And then I, after in 92 or something, I sold that Punjab tractor and I bought whatever money I had, I bought ACC, you know. So that uh, time Harshad Mehta was not in picture. Harshad Mehta came later on. So, uh, so and now rest is the history. Everybody knows about Harshad it. Harshad Mehta's favorite stock, ACC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That <laughs> everybody, everybody made money in ACC. So that was some, not, it was not my skill. Market was such only, and everybody made money. You recollect, uh, for our viewers, if you can, uh, if you recollect, how many times and all it went up ACC in that one year, two year period? You see, I had bought ACC at around two hundred fifty rupees. 
Okay. So as I said that whatever money I had at that point of time, I invested in ACC. But even after that, for three, four months, ACC did not move at all. Okay. So it used to go to 300, then again, 250, 300 and 250. So that was the scene. So I was really, I was, uh, I was at one time, I was really depressed because I had nothing else to survive. And whatever liquidity I had, almost everything I had put in ACC and it was not moving. And uh, so uh, I realized uh, th uh, then also I had, I used to tell everybody that time Century Enka was the darling of the stock market. And price of Century Enka was 1400, 1500 rupees. And ACC was 250 rupees. So I used to tell all my friends or whoever I knew in stock Bombay stock exchange, I used to tell everybody that uh, ACC price will surpass Century Enka price because Century Enka was the leader. So this is, I remember that example I used to give to everybody who I would meet. So, so for six months, so four, five months, it did not move at all. So I will tell you, it's an interesting story. So I was very, uh, as I said, uh, depressed. One day I saw one night I, I dreamt, I saw one dream uh, that I have set in a train and it, it's, it was not moving and suddenly the train started moving. So that day I realized that maybe it is something related to ACC and all. Because 24 into 7, ACC is going into my mind, you know. So I thought maybe it's an indication that now is the time for ACC. And luckily the same thing happened. So, so this is how from, from there on ACC started moving. And uh, I sold my then after maybe in a one year's time. Then Harshad Mehta came into the market and operation on whatever it is. Then ACC went to 3,500 and whatever stocks I had, I sold uh, at 3,500. And from there, it went up to 10,000 rupees. So I missed that part of uh, the rise, but it doesn't matter. It was enough for me to survive in Mumbai and to have uh, enough confidence to you know, do my own research and do my own investment and all. So this is how the real journey started from there. Wow. Wow. Punjab tractors, ACC. Yeah. And what did you do with the money from ACC? Did you lever not leverage up? Did you like, Roll it over into the next big star? Of course, of course. I was never, I would never, I, that's my problem. Even like, suppose in my childhood, if my mom would give me, say, uh, 50 paise or 1 rupee, so by the time I reach home, that 1 rupee is spent. So this was my nature. I couldn't hold money entire my life, you know, whole my life. I can, I, even, even today also, it's very difficult more to, um, for me to retain money. So whatever money I had made from uh, ACC, so I bought uh, uh, one bedroom whole kitchen apartment in Jomeshwari uh, and uh, we moved there. Before this, I, I used to live in PG, in paying guests and all, Mumbai, sometime here, some for three months, six months here, some six months there. So that was the thing. So that first flat, uh, first apartment, that was some 375 square feet carpet apartment in Jogoshari East. I bought. I was very happy that now this is the now that is the footing stone as this. You know, your now on money. Yeah. I, I don't have to go back to now Kolkata if something does not happen. At least I have my own house. So that that money I kept, uh, you know, and whatever money I had that I invested I, in other shares. Again. So this is how yeah. I never kept uh, liquid money in my bank. Maybe for five days, ten days, or something like that. Wow. wow! Yeah, and and then of course you know Harshad Mehta was followed by the FII-led bull run. Yeah, uh, and uh, then I think there was a little bit of a lull, and uh, then came the TMT, the Technology Media Telecom bull run. Yeah, 
Yeah. Where were you in your phase of life by that by the time the next market uh, you know boom happened, if you will? So I will tell you there was uh, that was my own strategy, maybe bad or good, I don't know about it. But I never followed any shares operated by Harshad Mehta. So this was well orchestrated in my mind that I don't have to buy any shares which is being manipulated or which is being operated, because I have heard so many stories of so many uh, people. who default ultimately who went who uh, you know who de- defaulted in the market just because of operation in their own shares or something so that was engrossed in my mind that i don't have to you know uh, go on, on those path so acc i did not buy acc because of uh, harshad uh, before yeah. before that i had bought and i held maybe i held because there was a momentum in the market so when there is a momentum in the market i did not have any reason to sell the stock and st- stock was really cheap but beyond 3500 it was not cheap that was the froth created by harshad mehta so after that i did not follow any of his shares like bpl he was interested in and some whatever shares and every time then i was engrossed in my own research there was a library library in front in front of bombay stock exchange i would go there in that library read all the magazines whatever business magazines i could lay my hand on so i used to uh read uh, that uh, all magazines and newspapers business newspapers and all and used to do my own research and all and would buy some shares sell some so this that investment uh, journey continue so and then this tmt uh, things came as you said so that time also i did not uh, buy any shares which kp operated whether it is global tele system or it is himachal future stake yeah. whatever uh, stocks so i did not get into uh but in every bull market i would tell you that i would get one shares which was really multiply that uh, i missed this uh, tmt rally it started from 94 5 or 6 or whatever so i couldn't make any sizable amount of money in all those shares like satyam was the darling of market but infosys and wipro and dsq dsq those are were manipulated but somehow i couldn't make money in those shares uh but i bought one share uh, name was leading edge so that was again into software and i bought the shares at 30 rupees at which went up to 800 rupees in a year's time so and i bought reasonable quantity whatever again so at that time whatever money i have i would uh, invest in uh, one company or not in one company say three four companies so that was a sizable investment that went up to 800 rupees i sold my shares in 400 500 600 or 700 or something like that then it went up to 2500 something like this then it went to zero <laughs> so this that was the era that was the software kind of uh, you know uh, things and all so this is every bull market luckily yeah, i would get one stock which would multiply number of many times so i was lucky enough okay and uh, by uh, correct me if i'm wrong by the time the tmt rally is happening you already spend a lot of time learning uh, reading up everything and you're more of a fundamental deep investor by now because you spent the first 10 years in trading it didn't work out all that it worked out but not great then you went to bombay and you bought pajab tractors acc which is after a couple of years of learning but by the end of the decade i guess one of the reasons you probably missed out some of the stocks was because your numbers did not add up they probably you <laughs> said it's not possible that this is going to happen yeah uh, so, uh, so would that be a correct assessment by then you were like really uh coming you were like confident as a value not a value investor fundamental investor 
uh, sorry, could you please tell me again what uh, what exactly do you mean? I, what what you... I mean is that uh, see, uh, you were tra- you were trading first, right? Yeah, and then you came to Bombay. You had some success with investing ACC Punjab practice, but that happened very quickly uh, mm. after you gave up trading. I'm saying by the time the the 99-2000 bull market happened, you'd spent 10 years as a fundamental you know, investor. You were reading, you were probably researching. Mm. So by then, did you feel confident enough that this is who I am and that is why you could pick these stocks or, not, or avoid these stocks because they did not fit into your model of uh, whether they are good fundamentally strong stocks or not or whether they offer value or not? One of those KP shares you mean to say? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course, they were manipulated, no, because the balance sheet does not balance sheet never justified the price rise, you know. So that was beyond whatever parameters that time I had set for myself, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, so that I used to follow those parameters only, and they would never fit into those parameters. So that is why I, I never traded, I never bought those shares. So I had my own thing, you know. I had my own discovery. I had my own, uh, you know, invest my style. So I was happy about it because. My style was also working. It is not there. In, there is only not one principle working in the market. There are so many, so many parameters which are actually which can uh, uh, you know make money for you. So my style was working for me, and people were also asking me whenever whether I am going in the ring or or people meeting me in the exchange and all. Kare kya lagta hai? tumne ye bola tha. I bought the shares. Wo to bad gaya. Ye bad gaya. Wo ho gaya. So that give used to give me a lot of courage, you know, ki bhai, thika, my things are also working. So I was happy with my own thing. I would, I would, I had never invested in tips. Even you remember this, my concept was very clear since my childhood, even in Kolkata days, I used to tell people that even if Birla ji comes and tells me, ki, tum ye shares le lo, I would not buy these shares. So I don't know why, but this concept in my mind was very clear since the beginning that I don't have to uh, invest or trade in borrowed uh, knowledge. I have to find my own thing and I have to stick to it. And since it was working, uh, maybe uh, six out of 10 stocks were working. So this is how I was happy with my own thing. Yeah, which is nice. Which is nice. So you mentioned your style of investing and stock picking. We'll come to that. But uh, I want to go back to our theme. Uh, after the TMP big bubble and crash and all that, we of course had the melt up in between 2005, 6, 7. So how were you placed for that? And which was that stock? You mentioned every bull run, you've had one stock which has done phenomenally well. Tell us a little bit about that phase and how did it go for you? About 2005? 2005, 2005, 6, 7, the big, the, you know, the sharp the rally bull. in the markets. Huh, so that actually, that uh, as we call it, mother of bull market that started in 2003. You know, around 2003, for yeah, yeah. yeah, after KP, after KP, things were very scary. Markets were closed. Kolkata stock exchange, uh, you know, closed forever, and so many regional stock exchanges also went uh, bankrupt or whatever it is. So things had gone uh, very, you know, uh, uh, tragic. So in 2003, four, uh, I uh, I was active in the market. Before that, I had gone to Germany for uh, for one and one and a half year in 2002. Because nothing was here, so I went to Germany to try my luck into in something else. So this I had this habit of trying, uh, you know, to get into some other kind of business besides stock market. So this I used to try when when I was in Kolkata also. So because there was no stability in this in in stock market, you know. So I always used to try some new venture. Uh, 
according to my capacity so so this is i had gone to uh, you know germany to try my luck uh, but uh, by the time in 2003 uh, mid of 2003 or something bull market here had started so somehow i felt that maybe now the uh, happy days are here again and things are changing for better so i came back to uh, india and uh, uh, and uh, so whatever money again <laughs> that, that i bought three stocks in those days from three, 2003 to 2004 5 or between 2003 and 4 i bought three stocks uh, atul auto agis logistics and sera sanitary wear and uh, well, luckily they all went uh, 100 times by 2014 15 and 16 so this is how it started from 2000 2003 onwards so this is sorry sera ages and and uh, uh, atul auto atul auto okay so these were your uh, 2003 moon, 2008 yeah moonshot <laughs> yeah yeah that was a pick of my mother of all the bull market <laughs> that was these three years my pick yeah is there any story behind these stocks that you want to share how you came about these and uh, how did you go on to bet big on them where did the conviction come from no uh, atuloto to it was very simple you know that uh, they were into three wheeler manufacturing and there was uh, there were only five companies in india uh, which were used uh, which would manufacture three wheeler like all biggies four uh, besides atuloto all were biggies like uh, bajaj auto mahindra mahindra tvs and piaggio yes, and uh, so they were the giant and this was the only company uh, but uh, Uh, company i found the company was making a reasonable amount of money and p wise it was very cheap compared to others and it was available at maybe 3 4 or 5 kind of p and all and but stock was not popular nobody knew nobody even heard about uh, uh, this uh, company so this is what just going through the fundamentals i realized that this company has uh, should uh, do well and economy has also started improving after 2003 that is how stock market was also started improving so it i made money because of the stock market because of the economy because of india as we all say that that was the first skill that uh, you believe in indian indian theory indian economy and you buy good shares and you hold on to it you are going to make money irrespective of whatever mistakes you do, you do in between so this is how i uh, just because it was very cheap so i bought uh, atuloto whatever shares i can get from the market so i bought and uh, then after that i used to share my story with all my friends on whoever i knew but nobody trusted nobody had ne- never heard the name they used to tell me are yaar ye kya company ka naam hi nahi suna nobody would buy so this phenomena so the stock was lying like this maybe for one and a half year then it went up two three times or four times uh, four five times it went up by 2007 then again in 2007 lehman brothers crisis it came down to 5 rupees you know from 75 rupees went up to 225 rupees then fell down to 5 rupees or something like this so this is what how i selected atuloto and sera sanitary way i selected uh, because uh, again in this sector also there were only 3 4 people eid perry used to make uh, this sanitary wear and uh, another company was this uh, sera sanitary wear and there was one third company also so the eid perry uh, 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 eid perry sold its sanitary division to roka if i remember the name correctly to roka 
so roka bought their division and they paid uh, two times their sales okay to eid paris uh, sanitary wear division and uh, sera was available at half time its sales you know so that was a cushion for me that was a comforting factor for me and uh, other hardly there were only three company in organized sector otherwise there are morbi and all other places are full of sanitary wear and all but in organized sector there were three company so i bought this company so i remember i bought maybe 2 3% of this 3% of this company i bought so so this is how i held again the same story was repeated uh, by 2007 stock went up 3 4 times and in 2008 crisis it came back to my original my cost price so this is how it happened so and you continued to hold these stocks you did not exit and uh, panic and exit after the sell off in 2008 no because i could have exited had had these shares been uh, liquid so the the biggest factor which worked in my favor was that the shares were illiquid like suppose i was holding some 3 lakh shares of uh, sera sanitary wear okay now it is ex bonus so say i bought at 40 rupees 40 50 rupees or whatever uh, 40 rupees first purchase was at 40 rupees so but it was impossible to sell even 30000 shares in the even 3000 shares it was difficult to sell 3000 shares in the wow. open market so how could i sell 3 lakh shares so that was beyond you know even your expectation beyond your mind so i thought ki unnecessary if i will sell 3000 shares price will go down 30 40 50 rupees so ultimately i will make losses in my whatever 300000 shares i am holding i forget it jane this dubra dubne de uske andar mein so this is how this this perception also you know built ki wo bikna hi nahi hai usko usko kaam hi isme hone ka nahi hai so let it go so wow so that worked in my favor in fate fact. worked in your favor you Haan. were destined to reap the riches of these investments <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wonderful wow what a i am still holding 1% of sera sanitary wear and 2% of atuloto still even after 17 18 19 years <laughs> wonderful that's a, that's an amazing holding period yeah we are going to talk a lot about even position sizing by the way but let's come back uh, let's come back to our uh, again the, the whole time series and now of course we come to <laughs> march 2020 right uh, after after the after the 2008 crash you know there's the market's gone up down and all that but uh, let's come to march 2020 uh how how were you reacting to the pandemic and uh, what followed there on so during pandemic uh, you know now i was in a comfortable position i had a reasonably okay good house and reasonable security i had of course so i was not that uh, worried one thing i was very clear in my mind that until until unless i sell uh, my shares in the market i never would count them that that is my worth you know people only tell me that this this is my worth maybe sometime media tells me this is my worth sometime friends tell me that there some some stranger tells me ki bhaiya tera ye worth hai so i i it doesn't go in my head until unless you sell that that is why i have created all these quotes in my life uh, i must have created 30 40 quotes those are my experiences only you know so one of the quote is like this that your dp statement uh, doesn't belong to you your bank statement belongs to you or money or yeah or your investment belongs to the market your profit only belongs to you so this is how all these things came out this is what i followed and i did in my life so i was not uh, you know so that way not worried about but of course all my shares were illiquid even today also so 
for two months i thought that this world has come to an end and it is like a pralaya everybody was i i tell you i used to you know watch tv and all and all big big industrialists you know mane uh, most popular industries of india they were also they had also they were also depressed they also used to tell me i don't know what is going to happen now things you know the things were i so i thought ki now to there is nothing in my hand and i used to you know read gita i have i have studied one book in my life holy book that is gita only i haven't read any book related to stock market let me tell you this is how i am doing my own thing i don't follow anybody or i don't follow any theory and all so that that is an advantage for me maybe i don't know advantage or disadvantage but this is what i did so gita also tells you na ki whatever is not in your hand you shouldn't worry about it to kya karne ka hai kya leke aaya kya leke jane ka तो गीता जो बचपन में पढ़ी थी उस समय मेरे को बहुत याद आने लग गए ड्यूरिंग कोविड तो एक दो महीने आपको पूरा गीता पाठ याद आ गया कि भैया द वर्ल्ड कम टू एन एंड एंड दिस मनी इज नथिंग जस्ट ए पेपर डिजिटल एज इज स्टॉक मार्केट में डिजिटल मनी है एवरी डे इट राइजेज एवरी बडे एवरी डे इट फॉल्स इट इज नॉट योर मनी यू नो सो आई थॉट की चलो ठीक है जो गया सो गया माई ओनली वरिड वॉज दिस दैट वुड आई बी एबल टू सपोर्ट माई फैमिली और नॉट and i will tell you rahul i must tell you this thing even today believe me i am telling you whatever people tells me even sometime even today also i feel ki am i secured or not would i be able to meet the kya bolta my family ka end kya bolta jo bhi unka month end ka mai kar sakta hu na then my mind tell me are of course you can do yaar ye hai wo aisa waisa tere ko wo problem nahi hai lekin abhi bhi mere man mein sometime i also feel ki oh my god yeah, you know so that is maybe oh, चाइल्डहुड and the same lifestyle i would be able to maintain even if whatever this stock market ka jo bhi demat ka whatever worth it is over this is what i realize ki zara kuch bhi bech ke 10% to milega already they were 30 40 50% now so and i was i thought ki this market has gone for years so two months i lived in that dilemma you can tell or in that kind of uh, situation but by and by i realize ki you no know, things are not the worst has uh, happened already worst is over now things should improve for me because so my only job is to read news and happenings around the world that is my only uh, homework you know i don't watch any big boss tech boss i don't watch any anything netflix basically in in my uh, covid time i watched netflix after that for last two years i don't or maybe one and a half year two years i haven't watched anything on netflix it doesn't give me any satisfaction it i feel boring mere ko lagta i'm wasting my time i find not learning anything so it is waste of my time so this is how recovered after two months and <clears throat> so after two months i sold some shares which were slow moving shares during the boom of 2017 to 20 they did not perform uh, like there was one share which went up 10 times between 2014 and 2018 it went up 10 times and after from 2018 to 2020 it did not perform at all you know so i sold two third of my holding of those shares that was a big chunk and i invested in some other shares which i thought 
should uh, you know, that new market, uh, new bull market, or new era for those stocks have started. So this is how I changed my uh, you know position in the market. Yeah. So this is what I did, and luckily they also gave me a, a hand, money, handsome return. So, uh, which uh, you want to add a name of a stock uh, for this? Yeah, everybody stock? knows. Yeah, I've yeah. said this thing on platform, Twitter, everywhere. Like I bought Tejas Network. You know, it was it was forty rupees at that in uh, June, July, August, or something in twenty. So, telecom company. So, I bought four five percent of that company, Tejas uh, Network. So, to date is seven hundred rupees, and luckily. Tata Sons has bought that company <laughs> after yeah. a year back. So this is luck. I am telling you, I never thought in my dream that one day Tata Sons can come out of the blue and buy Tejas Network. Who had thought? Even the management had never thought. So things are working. I think nature helps you. You know, this is what I believe. And God helps you. Your blessings helps you. Then all the, all these things happen. Wonderful. Great. So now we've gone through that. Now let's talk about your investing style. Uh, talk to me. You've you've given us a glimpse of how you bought some of your stocks, you know, Sera and Atul Auto. But uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, what your typical stock selection process is. What is important? What is not important? I'll I'll just to maybe prime a bit on this. Like uh, when I uh, get guests on my show, I, I've noticed, you know, one of the fund managers which was on my show, a very respected person, he is all about cash flow. He's saying balance sheet numbers can be rigged, PNL can be rigged. What can't be rigged is the cash flow. So if you focus on the cash flow, you will come to know the absolute truth, right? So everyone has their idiosyncratic or you know a focus area, if you will. What is your go-to when you're trying to pick a stock? So of course everybody has their own style. I'm not saying they are wrong, and I, I don't say that I am also wrong. Tejas Network still doesn't have cash flow. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, and market market cap is twelve thousand crore or something, ten thousand, eleven thousand crore. Still, the day I had bought from that day till now in three years time, it doesn't have cash flow. You know, so it it depends. Uh, uh, you know, Rahul, whatever shares I had bought uh, that time, they were uh, they had uh, cash flow, but not up to the standard of any mutual fund or any fund manager would be interested. So that is why whenever I bought any shares, as I said, Atuloto, nobody knew the name. Sera Sanitrevere, nobody, people knew the name, but they had, it was a forgotten shares. Why should I buy Sera? I should buy EID Perry or this is Somani or whatever it is. This is what, uh, same thing happened in Aegis Logistics, which I, again, 300 times, you know. So all these shares did not have those, uh, those financial ratios, which nowadays fund managers see and all. So my style is very simple. And... One of my quote also says that stay invested in a sunrise industry at any cost and stay out of a sunset industry at any cost. So I'm just trying to figure out the next sunset, sunrise industry. Sunrise, got it. So this is what, it's very simple that I'm just trying to figure out which is the next sun, sunrise industry. And if I like the management, so for me, growth is very important. For me, the most important thing is not the cash flow and all. Because if growth is there, if company is going to rise by leaps and bounds, like suppose if their uh, their revenue can grow three times, four times, or five times in the next five, six years, or seven years, it is adequate enough to you know uh, earn uh, to get a better cash flow in future. So 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 this is what my style is. This 
uh, like sector, like, look for a sector which has a tailwind which is going to grow yeah. so you already with the tide and yeah. find the right management which uh, and the right management in that management. particular yeah sector uh, management okay. is uh, is a must yeah so let's management. talk so let's talk of tejas network so there is this is the company which does that uh, sms uh, thing no 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 they are into they are manufacturing equipment for uh, 2g 3g 4g 5g and all. Ah, got it, got it, so okay. yeah got it. so they are making those equipments and it's only company in india which is into this uh, sector and their competitors uh, their competitors are like uh, nokia ericsson and huawei and zte so there is definitely a tailwind in that sector because india is very early in the telecom cycle so there's going to be investment for long time to come yeah it is uh, made in india so if this is made in india there's obviously an advantage exactly what else did you see in this yeah so this is what it happened because in 20 i realized that uh, telecom sector has turned around because they were uh, they were in a bad shape uh, from 2014 15 to 2018 you know all the telecom companies and all in in 2020 when jio came i think the entire uh, you know uh, metrics of a telecom companies changed and at one time there was i think there were 14 15 telecom companies in india which actually came down to three only or two and a half whatever people call vodafone two and a half i don't know about it so it came down to uh, three companies and now after jio bharti has also started uh, you know uh, annou- announcing that they are going to uh, incur some they are going to uh, you know uh, modernize their things and all they are going to invest money in their own company bharti uh, uh, has sold some shares to someone some foreigners and all i don't remember now so this is what i realized that sector has changed because the management has started putting money in their own company so this is how and this tejas network was also uh, not performing because telecom companies were not spending enough you know they were just doing some opex kind of just to maintain whatever yeah, some of them were flirting with bankruptcy right Ah, bank the government yeah. bailed them out. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Even companies like Tata Water. I mean, so many. Uh, so entire sector was in doldrum. So uh, I realized that after reading all these news and information, that since management has started investing money, that means they see that uh, uh, there is some bright future ahead. So this is how I bought uh, this. Uh, It's a very uh, interesting tejas. style. Usually, I'm talking to people who are very bottom up, but you are a little uh, top down. So the second element of this is the management. How do you assess management? So, see, uh, you I do not buy any companies which does not have a background of fifteen years. Let me tell you, at least they should have some background of ten, fifteen years. Okay. Uh, uh, if you, if any company say four five years old, I usually, generally speaking, I, I would I won't buy any shares of them, and I keep on tracking the shares. Sudarshan Chemical, as I said, that I bought in two thousand fourteen. You know, I didn't tell you. Th- I think so. I bought Sudar. Uh, I bought Sudarshan Chemical in two thousand fourteen. Again, three four percent shares I bought. First time I had bought Sudarshan Chemical in nineteen ninety two. Okay, so I sold those shares, but held a little quantity, maybe very negligible, but still I held in two thousand because I uh, I loved that company. I loved that management. for the simple example i will give you in 1991 when there was no rule of uh, you know waste management in india or environment and all even that time sudarshan chemical used to spend money for waste management and environment protection and all all these things because they had some japanese collaboration dynapon or some japanese company was there so maybe they learned that culture from them and this is what they followed when nobody used to follow in india so this is how that thing stuck in my mind that this company mind, yeah. is going by the rules 
So in 2014, I was in China, you know, and in China, I went to Beijing uh, and I, I could see there what pollution people and newspaper used to describe. I could see in the sky that you can't see the sky in Beijing. It was all polluted only. And luckily, I met two different people from chemical industry, but different people, they did not know each other. And they were telling me that uh, maybe because of this pollution and all Chinese uh, plants are closing down. Government has given instructions to close down the plants which are polluting. And that could be an advantage to India. This is what I <laughs> heard from them, you know. And from there only, whatever solution chemical I could buy. And company for manage, uh, management, so it's okay. It was done. And balance sheet was also good. Only thing was that people were not realizing people when, when, the, when, P, uh, when P expands, when the revenue expands, when the growth comes, then P expands. So people had lost hope in this all or, uh, chemical and pigment company or chemical or all these companies that they could ever rise again because there was no growth. So that was the one reason I realized and I bought 2-3% of Sudarshan chemical from there. And in one of my TV interviews also, I had said in 2016 or something that chemical could be the next pharma. And luckily, the same thing happened after 2016-17, everybody, all fund managers, all mutual funds, all FIIs, they started buying all other chemical shares here and there, yeah. whether it is PI Industries or alkyl mines or whatever you name it. So this is what happened. So this is how we judge a management. I, I observe a management maybe for five years, 10 years, 15 years. And then I get into that when the, when the tailwind, when, when the situation change, so I wait for, as in Hindi, they say, ke, like, bagula, bagula ke jase ab rate ho talab mein. Yeah, yeah. Aur aati hai, ho, Hindi mein usko. So this is how actually I'm trying to do. Ki wait for the right time. When you think that the right time has come, then strike hard. And all this while you're just absorbing everything. Oh, you yeah. this, in your head, you have all these histories of all these managers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That when is the my time job. comes, you know exactly who to go to. So yes, I'll just yes. talk about Darshan Chemicals a little bit. So when you were in China and you saw that uh, 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 that that idea convinced you that chemicals could move to India, right? Uh, yeah. The speciality chemicals or how, whatever you call them. And you said, let's buy. So did you go a step deeper and say, it's already too expensive or it's still cheap? Or you said, because the sector is going to go through a very high phase of growth, the even if argument's sake, if the P is high, it does not matter because the market doesn't know what's coming. So usually what happens, usually I don't buy expensive shares. So that is very important for me. Everything should be aligned together. Good management, sunrise industry at a reasonable cost. So even Sudarshan was available at a... You see, one thing I have realized, Rahul, and this is what I have said in many of my interviews, the biggest wealth in this market can only be created if you invest in a bear market. You see my pattern. I invested on those three companies in 2003, 4, 5. That time, bull market was just start, starting, started. And that was after this painful uh, era of Ketan Parikh and all. So everybody was so depressed. They could never believe that India could ever rise again. Even the, there could be a bull market in, in, in the country. People had lost hopes. Even person like me had left India and went to uh, uh, Frankfurt, Germany to try something different. You can understand. I have spent all my life uh, you know, in market only. And I was also so depressed. I thought maybe this market is never to come up again. So this is what happened in 2014 also. So the biggest thing which went into my favor was that I could buy those shares when there was a panic in the market. When market was in not panic, there was a crisis in the market. 
this is how i bought sudarshan chemical this is how i bought tejas uh, uh, you know uh, logistics man uh, tejas uh, uh, networks because there was a crisis in the market world has come to an end so that uh, so usually i do not buy expensive stocks i buy which is reasonably on and cheap stock i i, I buy sudarshan was also cheap company was making money you know and it uh, and balance sheet was also good but people ignored uh, that opportunity they never looked at it that because the share did not perform in 20 years you know so people had forgotten they, they, they say not forgotten hero so they had yep. forgotten the name okay this company can never survive or given can never revive so when you say expensive uh, again we can stick with sudarshan chemical for better understanding uh, how do you say the stock is expensive or cheap do you look at pe's book values pgs what are you looking at no usually i to use simple metrics that which is pe let me tell you and pe and the best way to uh, you know com- it is uh, best way to find whether it's cheap or uh, it's expensive is compare with the peers this is what formula i i usually use I compare, yeah, yeah i compare yeah i compare them with the peers and, and past earnings or future earnings whichever way apple to apple like suppose if you, even if you are say, march 22 so march 22 you compare tejas with some other company but there is no other companies like sudarshan chemical company you can compare with march 22 or and then plus you add your uh, future growth maybe having the same p ratio but future growth would be different two plane maybe you know starting at the at the same time but their speed would be different their destination would be different so after getting into the shares and suppose as i said that to to be growth is very important you know so so this is how sudarshan also uh, grew faster than the, it, its peers yeah interesting very nice very, very insightful uh, i think one uh, one uh, uh, the the approach you've taken to investing one way it differs uh, is that you really go all in because i'm assuming even if it's a cheap stock and you're trying to buy two three like like uh if i just play back our conversation in my mind when people talk about investing say that's a good stock yes i bought it when you talk you say i bought 2% of it i bought 4% of it i bought 5% of it and uh, uh there there's a strong conviction behind that kind of a purchase so one of our beats on this podcast is portfolio sizing right or position sizing you have to there what is the point in finding a great stock and buying hardly anything of it so you have to find the great stock you have to find the right valuation and then you have to invest the right amount of money and i think if i look back at what you've been telling me all along uh the delta is you got the position sizing right you really went all in hmm. where does that conviction come from and uh was it deliberate was it like you said i'd rather have 20 home runs in my life as compared to trying make money from 200 stocks a little bit 200 investments no no it depends on whether you take uh, one run in each ball or you hit one six in one uh, in one over oh. it is all the same so i i like to uh, hit sixes only otherwise i will not take a run if you tell me any stock first of all i need a larger runway you know i i have to buy if i have to buy 2% 3% or 4% then i have to hold the shares for 10 years because to accumulate those 2 3 4% sometime it takes one year you know so because all my shares are illiquid when i buy them at that time there is no mutual fund no fii no fpi and nothing 
so i have to buy it from the market from the retailers only so sometimes it rush. takes you can't yeah. rush the purchase you can't drive the price for yourself yeah. yeah plus impact cost is huge you know if i buy a shares not necessary that i will buy or i will get all the shares at one price there are sometimes i buy suppose one shares at 50 rupees i keep on buying up to 100 rupees you know even the double and i keep on buying them you know whenever market falls then i buy so that means so my impact cost is so huge so big so my runway has to be bigger than the usual uh, runways it has to be an horizon of 10 years that is why i usually say that hold a shares for 10 years you know because it, it takes i have number of stocks i have shown them to bull market like sera vera and whatever whatever i have shown them to or three bull markets i have shown those shares so the runway has to be uh, big you know yeah. so so what was your this was your question no what was it actually no uh, so uh, what i'm trying to understand is that uh, the position sizing yeah the differentiating point from what i'm talking to you and what i'm talking to the others there's a importance everyone agrees is important but in your case that seems to be the delta which has given you this extraordinary success you got the right stock you got the right value but you really put money in it of course you have to know uh, it's like uh, let me tell you it's like love or it's like uh, faith it either it is 100% or it is 0% there can't be 99% there no there one could have put this better no one could have put this better <laughs> yeah so this is this is how i do if i like the shares and and uh, suppose if i am then i have to buy it big and there is no definition of big and small let me tell you maybe 5 kg is big for me and maybe 50 kg is less for you yeah so at that point of time whatever liquidity i have in my system and whatever small small shares i have like suppose one company i am having half percent some company i am having quarter percent some company i am having 0.7% i will sell those shares you know so i don't know what you call in your language but i i will sell those shares and consolidate my position and put it in, into one company this is what i will do and whatever how my whatever that is my ambition in life the whatever shares are available in the market i will buy it or whatever money i have uh, in my uh, uh, bank and whatever money i can arrange by selling some shares this and that ultimately money comes from the shares only you know so that i will put uh, that money whether it is 2% and remember you will get the answer of this in my first uh, uh, in your first question as i said punjab tractor i told you 35000 rupees i had there was a problem of uh, family uh, running your family expenses but 35000 rupees i put in punjab tractor yeah so this is what my it was my style ki i don't think about tomorrow god will get god will save tomorrow you know so whatever that money i have i put it the same formula or same thing same method uh, is uh, happening even today also very very eye opening now uh, if i was to so a uh, full disclosure i completely agree with what you're saying personally as well the because uh, i believe in the same thing and i i of course have a one additional reason for it is it's too much of a hassle to track marginal holdings mm. you know if you're yeah. busy you got stuff to do you know might as well not do it uh, but one of the questions that arises is that if you're always trying to hit a six now i'm going to talk cricket language even though i don't watch a lot of cricket <laughs> no do i mm. yeah, there you go so uh, where do you get the capital from so you mentioned that they could, you could sell some shares so talk to us about 
your rules for selling a stock or exiting a position talk to us about that so i will tell you uh, first of i will tell you what happens now uh, like i have a portfolio of say 30 35 shares so my core portfolio belong, uh, is having in my portfolio i am having say 10 shares maybe 10 12 shares and 15 18 shares are small small quantities maybe one per, below 1% here and there but they could be large quantity also but below 1% i have to find uh, somebody had asked me this questions that uh, i'll tell you it is not important to be successful in the market it is important to be successful uh, what i would tell you in my layman's language uh, uh, it should be uh, it should beat the time you know in 5 years everybody will be successful if you hold any good company in 10 years you will be very successful in 10 years if the company suppose goes up two times or three times you will be happy because you have beat uh, fd kind of return you know so my thinking is not uh, that my thinking is little different i need to find a cheetah okay i don't i don't need to find a uh, you know a rabbit i don't need to find a elephant or i don't need to find a fox i have to find a cheetah which can which can run faster than others you know then only i can create uh, you know wealth faster than others so that competition is there that healthy competition and that that is always there in my mind that i would like buy a company which will rise faster not in 10 years 10 years what i am saying the hold for 10 years because sometime sometime it happens that stock does not perform for 5 years but in next 5 years it can go up to 50 times you know so this is this is what i have seen and this is what it has happened with me a number of times in all these companies so that is why whenever i i find some idea and i feel that this could be the cheetah this could be the fastest growing sector and fastest growing company in that sector and the fastest growing uh, company compared to others i sell all my rabbits and i sell all my elephants and my horses and all you know all those small small companies i sell so those small companies are for that only because because i don't want to keep cash in my bank if i keep cash in my bank i will have sleepless night i can't sleep at night why i'm keeping money in the bank right. so first answer is this and exit this is one exit policy if my position is small i will ex- exit at any point in time that means i am not committed to it you know so if i am not committed to it that means i am i am not having a meaningful position and i will exit it any time so that my commitment comes when my shareholding in that company crosses and and when it comes to a meaningful size then i feel committed uh, to that company otherwise i am not committed and when i sell i have given one example that uh, the biggest lesson in the history we can learn from vibhishan that he has invested uh, into triple a management called raman uh, raman was the biggest uh, you know pandit of that time so, yeah. you know and uh, nobody was uh, like uh, raman in that uh, uh, that uh, time and uh, so he was associated with triple a management but when he found that the focus of the management had changed then he switched over he sold his <laughs> exited from the company and invested in another triple a company which was going through a crisis mm-hmm. so this is he entered another company another triple a management which was going through a crisis so that management plays that role you know buy any management when they are in crisis and you will make money generally speaking so this is what i i see that whenever the focus of the management has changed or when the stock prices become very expensive you know like when i bought atul auto that time it was 3 4 5 copy 
at one point of time it was 45p and bajaj auto was available at 25p so it can never happen a sizable company like bajaj auto can never have a lower uh, multiple uh, than atul auto so that was the reason uh, i sold uh, my atul auto and this is how i keep on churning my portfolio great that framework is very helpful uh, you mentioned you're looking for cheetahs but in your stock selection process you never mentioned any momentum indicators or technicals do you look at any of that no no i don't look at them because i have realized one thing if you will club your technical knowledge with investment you will go wrong you know i used to study chart in 1980s let me tell you but i never studied in a you know meaningful way i just know the some patterns some very common patterns i know i haven't bought any shares based on the chart haven't sold any shares or whenever i have sold any shares on base of the chart ki iska bhi ye ye ho gaya uska ye ban gaya rounding top ban gaya aur uska wo ghanta ban gaya kya bell ye ye sab ban gaya wo ban gaya usme i have always lost money in this market i am telling you this is what so one should not uh, you know uh, focus on technical to- technical is only for uh, trading and for fundamental you should stick to fundamentals only 90% of the time so i don't i don't buy on technicals of course i because i know little bit of technicals so i do watch technicals of all my shares let me tell you i do watch them and whenever there is a bearish shine i sleep and where there is a bullish shine i feel happy okay now this will move this way this will move this way but whenever there is a bearish shine i i never sell my shares okay i don't sell them okay that helps okay now moving forward asset allocation now you're a stocks guy and i i, I can imagine the answer you're going to give me but tell me what do you think about asset allocation and i'm talking about stocks gold property you know what are bonds what have you what are your thoughts on that and how do you go about planning it for yourself you see 90 around 88 90% of my wealth is into stock market only into stocks only 10% maybe in real estate and maybe 8 10% i don't know around 10% real estate and little bit in gold and silver etf etf and a little bit but sizable 8% sizable investment is into real estate and that is only because so that i can get some rental income so that i don't have to be dependent on the income of stock market the moment i have started month end bills so you can pay the month end bills <laughs> yeah yeah so so that is what actually has changed uh, my portfolio let me tell you my my capability to hold my shares even in 2008 ka lehman brothers crisis was only because of i have some extra income from some d- different sources so that is why i said ki jo hota hai hone de wapas uh, so that is why i had uh, you know there is a quote of mine that uh, until unless you reach to a no gravity zone in a stock market you can never create wealth no gravity zones means every time your expenses will pull you back you know and suppose in 2020 if you have to uh, support your family from the income of stock market then what will you do you have to sell shares at any price yeah if you are not not dependent on that income okay my rental income is there no it's sufficient to support my family whatever lifestyle i am having it is not going to disturb so then i can play no then i can i can have success i can hit success i can attempt at least to have success it will be six or no wall or out we don't know about but at least i can attempt you can attempt it yes yeah 
And uh, you said uh, you spoke about real estate, and this is just out of curiosity: residential real estate, commercial real estate, mixture yeah, of commercial, both. commercial, commercial. Yeah, because commercial gives you better yield than residential. Great. Yeah. 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 yeah, you need the yield because you have to pay the bills at the end of the month. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, wonderful. So, uh, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know this, but you have uh, how many kids? Two, two kids. Uh, both uh, young adults by now. Yeah, young adults. How are you teaching them about money and investing? Nothing. I think it is very difficult to teach your own child because they. <laughs> there is a saying now that uh, uh, a child always thinks that his father is a fool till he becomes he himself becomes a father. father. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what happening. So maybe I'm I'm just no no it's not like that. I'm just right. uh, you know yeah. yeah I tell them whatever I'm doing and I share my thought process with them every now and then I teach them that this is how I did this is what I'm doing this is what I'm thinking now. So we we interact uh, with each other. Yeah, they have, they have, they have joined your uh, uh, sort of uh, yeah 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 investing. Yes. Yeah yeah. Wow, and they have the same. Uh, are you able to see the same passion where they don't talk about I'm buying a stock? They talk about I'm buying two percent of the company. <laughs> no, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. No, I'm no. sure you take some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I'm moving on to a few more questions that I have. One of them is. So of course during the pandemic, you know everyone ended up saving a lot of money, right? Especially our better halves. So let's say uh, Vijay, your wife came to you and said, you know Vijay, all this lockdown, I didn't go out, I didn't shop, I didn't spend money in the restaurants. So I have this one crore rupee spare cash line. What should I do? So what would you tell her? <laughs> Invest in the share. Shares <laughs> by one percent of some company, huh? <laughs> he, if I will, give, I will tell you. If I give her, forget about one crore. If I will give her ten thousand rupees, she will go to the market and come back with maybe five thousand rupees or six thousand rupees. She cannot spend even with ten thousand rupees at one go. Wow. She cannot okay. spend. So, so that is. Yeah. So you are in the no gravity zone for more <laughs> reasons than one. Let's yeah, be yeah. clear on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So, talk to me about your thoughts on uh, giving away. Some of your wealth for social causes. Well, what's your thought on that? I have a trust uh, with my me and my wife's name, Vijay Kedia, Vijay and Manju Kedia Charitable Trust. Something, uh, something, something. Okay. So we are doing something, some uh, some medical things we are doing. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm uh, so glad to hear that. I, I I can feel that you're not very comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So but, far, I have I so far I have not decided that I will give five thousand crore like Rakesh Janjanwala that I will give five thousand crore or twenty five percent whatever he had announced because I have still to catch up <laughs> miles to go to to come to that but level. It's, but uh, it's so nice that you uh, 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 you're already on the journey. And the reason I asked is because I was not asking this question in my earlier podcast to be honest. But you know, I had Samit Vartak uh, on the podcast, and he spoke about this and. I realize that it's so important. It's a we can talk about earning money, but our viewers and listeners can actually learn on how to you know maybe they get inspired and they do something good, which which could be nice. So uh, this health thing that you're doing is uh, in Bombay, uh, you know, hometown Kolkata. Anything you want to share? If you're comfortable, yeah, uh, mainly Kolkata and Bombay also. So I, I wouldn't uh, tell you much about it because, uh, but one thing I would like to tell you. 
uh, I had read Mahabharat, uh, you know, in my uh, childhood when I was in Kolkata. As I said that I used to read Gita a lot. Of yes. course, before Gita, I read Mahabharat, you know, and I was very much impressed with, uh, you can say, Karn. Okay. Danvir Karn. Okay. So I'm not comparing, not at all. Don't uh, take it that way. So he's my model. Uh, you know, I remember uh, one story that whoever come to Karan. He did not say no. Yeah. He would not say no to anybody and he would not, uh, he would not, would not go empty handed whoever comes to Karan. So this is what I would like to tell you. So maybe I will, I, I will also follow or following a little bit. I will that's, follow the same path. That that's a very hope, nice thought. Yeah. That's a yeah. very, very nice thought. Yeah. Uh, very nice. Okay. Uh, pivoting a little bit. I want to spend a few minutes talking about India. You mentioned a while back <laughs> about, uh, you know, you have to believe in India and the rest would follow. It's all, the starting point is believing in India. Tell me what you think of uh, India at this stage, where we are. See, we've had these moments before. We've had this moment in 1991. We've had this moment before where we thought we'd take off and we've been through cycles. Uh, a lot of people believe that this is the time that we could actually see a 10, 20 year, you know, dramatic improvement in the country and how it could pan out. So talk to me how you're thinking about India. Why do you think it's different this time, if at all? And where do you think we can go in the next 10, 20 years? You see, uh, as, you, as you know that by now that I'm, I'm not an economist, I'm not even a chartered accountant or don't have that kind of, uh, you know, education or don't have that kind of mindset also. So no baggage. So, so no baggage. No baggage. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Nice. so I, I follow all, you know, educated and intelligent people like you and whatever you say, whatever you saying on any interview or on TV, I'm telling this you from my heart. I watch that, watch all of them very carefully and I try to extract something from them, you know, and this is how I make my own idea. If you are educated, you will read 100 books. So what is the point of 100 books? You will extract some idea from every book. And suppose there is some common idea, then you will create your own thing. Or this is, it's a common factor between every, all the intellectual people. Then this should be a truth. This, this is what should be followed in life. Like I'm not reading books, okay? so, but I listen to the people who have read 500 books or 100 books or 5,000 books. I'm listening to, listening to them. So whatever they are saying, I'm watching their body language very carefully. You know, so I'm a good observant. <laughs> I think so. So this is how I make my idea. Now, what everybody's saying that earlier, now, you know, all this terminology, people used to say China one. Now people are talking Europe, Euro one or this and that. So this is what data also suggests. Now World Bank is saying today that India will not grow 7%. India will go 6.5%. Are Baba, 6.5%, which country in world is growing 6.5%? Even 6.5% is also huge. So this is how I draw my, uh, you know, uh, data and, uh, you know, get my idea. I have, you know, uh, there was very simple formula I have understood in my life, early in my life, maybe after 2000, 2003, for something I have understood very simple. I have read it somewhere and I have made it a mantra. As long as there is a productivity growth and there is a population growth, you cannot grow wrong in that country. This is what hap happening with India, you know, in last 20, 25 years, we haven't grown less than 5%. Forget about this period of uh, COVID, COVID and all, but on average, on an average, after 1991 or 1992, India had never grown 
below 5%. So you are growing 5%. Your population growth is was 1.5% there was. Even today it is also 0.75% or whatever it is. Now it is coming down. But as long as your population growth your, or productivity growth, you cannot go wrong. You have to just select the right idea. You just have to select the right stock and right management. So this is what makes me hold my shares in every crisis. As long as this is happening, as when I will find some kind of signal that India is going that uh, in a Jap Japanese way, for example, that there is no growth for 20, 30 years. So that is still uh, uh, distant, I think. Today, there is no sign of it. So this is what my faith in India is intact. Yeah, that's so interesting you say this because, you know, I recorded an episode of the Investor Hour yesterday with uh, a person called Manish Sabarwal, who is the founder of Team Lease. Yeah. And yeah. complete honesty, Vijay, mm. all he spoke was, was productivity. Mm. And he said, you have to get that right. And you get mm. that right, there'd be nothing to stop us. Mm. And productivity is a function of so many elements, but he said exactly what he said. It's population and productivity. Mm. You have the people so you can get the scale. And imagine mm. if they were productive, you can just yeah. achieve uh, whatever you want. So yeah. uh, it's like a reinforcement for me. Yesterday mm. and today, talking about uh, you know a similar point. Europe. Uh, so so uh, the, the other thing that uh, I, I draw from this is that your view on India is very, very fundamental. It's on a trend which is already set. It's not mm. based on any, you know, one news here, one news there. I think product, population is growing, productivity will improve, and India mm. will do well. And even 5% is not bad. And, and, yeah. and unemployment will also be there. 6%, 7% unemployment was there in 1970s, 1990s, even 2020. That will also be there. Yeah. That is why it is said that don't listen to economists and all because their <laughs> way of evaluating things are a little different. Yeah. They are not wrong. But ultimately, it's your body. So there is no, there is may not be some parts of your body little weak. That does not mean that you are not a perfect man. Everybody has that weakness. Yeah. So if you will look at those kind of uh, statistics in India, can, uh, then you won't have that confidence in investment. So you shared a lot of sayings on the podcast i will share someone else's saying with you which is uh, you know the economists have correctly predicted three of the last two recessions <laughs> so, yeah yeah that's uh, the job uh, anyways I'm, I'm i'm so happy we got to chat here vijay it's been uh, yeah. eye opening uh, and i must say that uh, uh, personally i feel uh, that you know this conversation it takes us in a direction which is so different per se in terms of the approach to investing. Uh, it's it's sharp, it's clinical, yet it's got that element of macro and top-down, which sometimes we don't come across. And But the highlight has to be how you communicate, which is, I bought 2% of the company. I bought 4% of the company. So there are multiple elements in that, right? It's not just the size. You're buying a share in a company is what yeah. Warren Buffett taught us all. You're not buying stock on the stock market. You're buying 2% of the company, which is, which I think if our listeners and, you know, uh, and our viewers can imbibe that. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a great approach to investing. So I'm so happy you could share all that with us today. There is a quote of mine, Rahul, that uh, 
if you are having a no bowl in your terms in your cricket terms <laughs> which i also don't watch nowadays ki that if you are getting a no bowl and you are taking one run in a no bowl that does not mean that you have taken one run that means you have lost five runs because this is what i confirm with my son that in no bowl maximum run you can take is six or something or seven something i don't know in okay. no bowl Yeah. probably suppose six runs that uh, highest uh, you can yeah. take six runs or seven or whatever yeah and you are taking one run that means you have lost six runs yes, yeah yeah so, yeah so if you are finding everything is aligned you are finding a sector is prospering you are finding the tailwind management is good growth is coming and company is turning around and even then you are why uh, you are buying 5000 shares or 50000 shares that means you are taking one run out of a no ball Yeah, so that means should have, be hit yeah. should be hit across the fences exactly. above the fences yeah, yeah. yes so that is the theory yeah. on that note vijay thank you very much once again it's been a wonderful wonderful conversation thank you very much thank you dear thank you thank you bye thank you for listening to the investor hour i'm very excited to hear what you have to say about this episode or the podcast in general be sure to write to me at info@equitymaster.com that's i n f o @equitymaster.com thank you once again and see you at the next edition of the investor hour this was a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast